Hello, friends. What you are about to listen to is a teaser of a new follow-up that I put out for patrons today. If you want to listen to the full thing, you can do that right now by going and signing up for Patreon at patreon.com slash the nugget climbing. There's a link right there in your podcast app. And this is a conversation that I had with Natasha Barnes. Natasha, of course, was on the podcast last year in episode 32. And then this is actually my second follow-up with her. Natasha is a power lifter. She's a strength coach and a rehabilitation coach. And like myself, Natasha used to be really small and really skinny and was really good at thin little crimpy rock climbs, but didn't have a lot of strength and couldn't do any of the powerful and steep and thuggy climbs that she would run into out in Yosemite Valley. And since becoming a powerlifter, she's gotten way stronger. She's now come back to climbing with a lot more muscle mass and is climbing really hard again. And I was really curious to talk with her about that in this conversation. So we talked about how each of us has changed as climbers from gaining muscle mass and how we've gotten stronger. What is different? We both feel like we're kind of climbing in a new body compared to our formal selves. And we talked about how each of us kind of stacks up against our former selves. I asked Natasha how she uses the tension board and how she mixes that in with her powerlifting training. Uh, she talked about how powerlifting has made her a more patient athlete, how she has been retraining her finger strength now that she's climbing at a heavier body weight. Uh, we talked about progressive overload and the difference between encouraging adaptation and trying to force adaptation and why we want to stay away from trying to force our body to adapt. We talked about how Natasha combines hangboarding with climbing on the moonboard and tension board. And we talked about separating performance from training. And we each talked about some of our goals. I shared a little bit more about my climbing in Rocky Mountain National Park this summer and some of the things that I've noticed that are different now as a climber. And then I shared some of the things that still feel a little harder than they did when I was lighter that haven't quite caught up yet. And some goals of mine and some things I want to work on and some specific climbs that I want to do to try to prove to myself that I've really broken through an old plateau and am climbing at a higher level. So you'll get some of that in this teaser. I hope you enjoy it. And if any of that sounds interesting, there's a lot of good stuff in the full episode. The full episode's about an hour and 16 minutes. Again, it's available right now. If you want to sign up, please enjoy this teaser with Natasha Barnes. Hey. Hi. How's it going, Blondie? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Trying new things. Love it. How are you? I'm good. I just got back from the gym, actually. Look at you. Look at your hair. Yeah. I don't think I've seen the power mullet pigtails. <laughs> God, this is where we're at these days. <laughs> it's getting long. That's. <laughs> it's getting... Well, I have extensions in my Hair. Oh, you have extensions in your hair. Wow. Yeah. This Fancy. Is my real hair. My real hair is like this long. Okay. Are we recording a podcast right now? <laughs> we're doing it. Recording oh, a podcast. I didn't know if we were going to like record one or if we were just going to talk <clears throat> about it. Oh, okay. 
Either way is fine with me. Okay, let's just go for it. I have I have a, a thrown together plan based on our Instagram conversation. So, okay. yeah. But first off, how you been? Pretty good. Yeah. Climbing more than the last time we talked, I think. Yeah, I think Which so. That was yeah. over a year ago. No, we did a follow up more recently than that. But that was a long time ago. Oh, was it really that long ago? I feel like I don't. Time is not a thing. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was like uh, in the middle of the pandemic, maybe. Right. Which and then, I mean, I was climbing because I had my tension board. When was that? Right. I'm looking it up right now. <clears throat> I'm being the person right now that uh, I'm being the annoying podcast host that doesn't even remember when he talked to people. I mean, how are you supposed to remember? You have so many conversations. I actually do have so much more empathy for for people that do this all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's actually really hard to keep track of it all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't even keep track of my clients sometimes. They're like, oh yeah, I saw you back in April for a finger injury. I'm like, let me just look that up on my computer because I don't need anything about what we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool that like we can see each other now Normally, i know I'm, like, around my house talking to you though <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, a pacer. I'm like a pacer when i'm on the phone okay we talked okay we talked on april i published our last follow-up on april 1st 2021 so we probably talked oh, wow. in like mid march yeah it yeah was, like, a- a year yeah a like year eight, eight months or something no that was this 2021 oh, yeah and then our first conversation was was like last summer 2020 oh, okay, um, okay. but anyway yeah you have um you have progressed quite a lot in your climbing since yeah. we first talked which is so cool and it's been fun to kind of follow you and see how that story has evolved because the first time we talked you know you you didn't sound like you never wanted to climb hard again, but you you sound a little bit indifferent about it. You know, you're like, I'm way excited about this other thing. I feel healthier. I feel happier. And I climb kind of here and there and I can still kind of throw down and that's good enough. But it seems like you've made it a little bit more of a priority and you're climbing really hard again. So yeah, it's been fun. Um, that's I'm still awesome. kind of like ambivalent about it in a way, like I mean, I'm just climbing this hard because I am like, <laughs> okay. I was actually thinking about it today. I was like, I don't know, maybe if I like cared about it more or like, I felt like my, like everything depended on it. Like maybe I would climb harder, but I don't want to feel like that. Mm. Yeah. Cause that's how it used to, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people can privately like when you're climbing matters so much. Yeah, Totally. So um, I'll just kind of frame this conversation and what I want to talk about today. Um, And there's a couple aspects of it. I'm really curious to hear what you've been doing and how you've been rebuilding climbing strength, because it seems like it's come back quickly. You're climbing really hard again in this totally new body as a power lifter. And you had a recent post like contrasting you now versus your old fighting weight. And it was mind-blowing the difference and i'd love to dig into all that um but yeah you and i were talking recently after i sent eternia which uh for people listening they'll have heard me talk about it but i was just trying this boulder problem in rocky mountain for 
over a month, put a lot of days into it. It's a big time investment hiking up there and moving the pads and everything. And it's V11. It's my second one. I've done two this season, my first two ever. And it's a style, Eternia in particular, is a style that I've always, always struggled with. And it's kind of the maybe the first thing I've climbed since um, this episode of disordered eating and then regaining weight and being heavier than before where I'm like, I don't think I could have done that before. Um, this feels like new territory and it's really exciting. So um, anyway, you reached out after that. You were super kind and said some really nice things. And we were talking about doing another follow-up and you had this idea of, you know, this part of the story of disordered eating and then coming back out of it, gaining weight and then moving forward and gaining even more weight and emphasizing strength over weight. Um, we never hear about that actually working, I guess. We never hear the whole story. You know, we, we hear people s share their stories of struggling with disordered eating, uh, getting into a really dark place, maybe feeling really emotionally um, unhealthy, physically unhealthy, having physical you know, ramifications from that. And then what very often happens is they can't sustain it and they reach a point where they're forced to make a hard decision and they regain their health, but they're not necessarily like back to climbing their best at a heavier weight. So it's this, it's, it's not a, it's not always a very hopeful story, is it? Right. It's like, I feel happy again. I feel healthy again, but, um, maybe they were climbing harder when they were lighter. So it's hard to draw a lot of inspiration from that. And you reached out and you're like, it'd be so cool to share this conversation of like us being two examples of this actually works. If you emphasize strength and prioritize that and fuel your body appropriately, you can really surpass those plateaus that you've had in the past. And, and that's playing out for both of us. So anyway, those are the things that I'm excited to talk with you about. I'm excited to talk about that too. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really curious how you've been integrating this tension board and climbing training with your powerlifting. Cause I know powerlifting still your sport and your priority. Um, and you're climbing remarkably hard given that it's just kind of this back burner, <laughs> back burner thing that you do for fun. So yeah, I'd love to hear how you mix those things and then how things have changed how your training has changed or how, how your climbing feels like what's different now that you're coming back with, with this healthier, stronger body and how that's uh, affected your climbing. Yeah. Um, right now I'm sort of balancing normally, like my priorities, powerlifting and I was climbing maybe like once a week for a while just to climb. Um, so now I'm sort of balancing both. Um, so I've taken my powerlifting down to um, one less day a week. So now I'm powerlifting three days a week and I'm climbing like two to three days a week. One of those sessions is really like a pretty easy, like volume day. Um, so that's kind of what my training schedule looks like right now. Um, although I did sign up for a powerlifting meet in Feb. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I might go back to four days a week for powerlifting um before that happens um but yeah it's been good um just just through increasing the frequency of my climbing sessions i've been able to just get 
so much stronger and climbing like you know the, everything's coming back pretty fast and I'm not doing anything complicated like I'm literally just increasing my frequency of climbing um two of those sessions are like kind of limit sessions or projecting sessions and then one of those sessions is just like a really easy volume session um doing a little bit of hangboarding as well um and the moonboard's been really fun to climb on I feel like that that's like a whole new thing for me in the last maybe like couple of months that mm. I feel like has been really fun to train on and has helped me get a little bit stronger even. Um, it's really different from the tension board, huh? It's different. Yeah, it's for sure. It's different. And I don't know if it's just the way that I have, well, the holds are definitely different, but also I don't know if it's the way that I have my tension board set up. Cause right now I have it set up in my backyard. Um, and I don't know if anyone has seen it. You can probably find a picture of it on Instagram or something, but it's like right up against my house and the fence in my backyard. So there's really no room on either side of the board. So I feel like I don't really like jump that much on my tension board Mm. as much as I do on the moon board. And I feel like um, because it's like so close to the sides, like you don't really want to swing out that much. And um, also the holds just don't really lend themselves to like, jumping super hard for stuff because there's nothing like super end cut like like on the moon board so it's just been like a different style um the gym by my house has a moon board so i've been climbing on that a bunch too which has been really great um and yeah it's been really fun um my strength is coming back pretty fast without really doing anything complicated and um i'm definitely noticing that like my strengths and weaknesses are so different now like so different Mm. Um, I was just climbing on the, I went out climbing last Friday, um, to this area that's around here. And I noticed the climb that I was like projecting, like I would not have gotten on it before. It was like really steep, really powerful, has like a sloper crux move on it. Extremely like powerful and body tensiony and like one crimp that's kind of just like an intermediate and that's it. And I was like, I wouldn't have not gotten on this before. Like this, I would have looked at it and been like, no. And like, let me, let me find like the crimpy thing. Cause I would mm. not, it's, it's too powerful. And I was like, well, I can actually like do this stuff now. It's you pretty think, crazy. You think you couldn't have before? I think I would have had a much harder time because okay. I wasn't strong. And like some climbs, it's like, you have to be strong for them. It doesn't matter how strong your fingers are. If you're not strong enough to do the moves or hold the positions like you're just not going to do it you know you can't crimp your way out of it or something like that so (laughs) which is what i would do before just like find me all the crimpy problems right right totally um can you do that stuff now where where are you at with that with like the crimping crimping and pimping the really thin fingery stuff still still can do that stuff i find myself less drawn to it just because like yeah you know, it's not as interesting to me anymore. It's like a, like a crimp ladder. Like, I don't know. I'm good. Like I would rather do something that has like more interesting movement on it. Um, that's less painful. I don't know. Like crimp ladders are kind of like, especially if they're really tiny cramps, you're kind of just like squeezing the shit out of them and they're well, just like pain taller. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not drawn to that kind of stuff as much anymore just because it's not as interesting to me anymore. Like I think before it was because, I was good at that stuff and like I could do things at a hard grade with client with holds like that on it. But I, I just find that I'm also just drawn to different kinds of climbing now. Mm. 
I'm curious, are your two project sessions per week both on the boards? Are you doing any like commercial gym climbing or is it just board stuff? It's a little bit of both. Um, I've been ending up on the boards a little bit more, but I still will like project in the gym as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And actually it's pretty interesting to climb at the gym with friends. Like actually I had a session at the gym a couple of weeks ago with some friends who are taller than me. So if, if just in case people don't know, like I'm five foot two, I've got a plus two, but I'm five foot two. I'm pretty small. Um, and so most people that I climb with are actually like a bit taller than me. And I was noticing that I was doing powerful moves, like reachy, powerful moves. And my friends who were taller than me were not able to stick those moves at first. But wow. I, I, could just, I could just pull in these big positions and like pull these big moves with heel hooks and stuff like that. And it was, that was the easy part for me. And my friends were like, how the hell did you do that? Like, and it would take them a while, like projecting that move to like stick it. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm like really good at that now. That's crazy. Like, I didn't even think that was the hard part of the climb, but like, (laughs) (laughs) so it's just kind of fun to like see like how much what I'm good at has changed. Yeah. Just like you were saying, you were noticing like some of the styles that you're picking are different too. Totally. Yeah. I, it's so interesting. I can really relate to that. And it's, it's really fun. There's kind of this, it's like discovering yourself as a climber again, you know? Um, I feel like this whole year has been kind of like that for me. It's like, who who am I? (laughs) What do I enjoy? It's all changing and shifting. And like you, it's, it's not all positives necessarily. Like I'm definitely, noticing different strengths and things that have that are stronger than ever Um, i think for me there are still things that are lagging behind and um, that's something i wanted to talk about or share for people from my own experiences like i've I've been kind of comparing myself now with my probably all-time peak there was two seasons um, early 2017 and then again in early 2018 when i was when I've probably been my absolute strongest ever. Uh, And um, that 2017 period was when I had this like best week of climbing I've ever had. I had this amazing trip to Bishop and sent a bunch of V10s in a week and um, did a V9 first try that unfortunately I had tried years before, uh, not technically a flash, but just had this amazing trip and nearly did a V11 my last day that was uh, the low start to one of these climbs. I'll just say what that was. I did a standing kill order, which is a V10 in the happy boulders. And I almost did the sit kill on site, the V11 that same day. And I, I had an injury, a finger injury after that. The next year I was able to return to that previous peak, that same level of strength. I kind of know that because I had a home wall at the time and I was repeating a lot of the hardest boulders I'd ever done as these kind of benchmarks. Um, and right after that 2018 peak, is when I really got lost down that rabbit hole and started chasing the the weight goal. Um, so now it's that's kind of um, uh, the, I guess the the high point that I compare myself to. And I don't know if I could go back and have as successful of a trip to Bishop. I mean, it's probably unfair comparison because my entire training winter was targeted towards that trip and it was very specific, but. Uh, I think I'm still lagging behind a little bit with crimp strength in particular, like small hold crimp strength in particular. I don't know if my finger strength 
in that specific small crimpy style is as good relative to my new body weight as it was then. But I still feel really optimistic and motivated to stay on the path that I'm on because I've been blown away at how far that strength has come. And I, I don't think it's I don't think it's hit a plateau. I don't think it's anywhere near its limit. And, you know, watching Matt Foltz do hypnotized minds kind of helped me. That was one final piece, like, okay, I'm on the right path. If that guy can get strong enough to climb on those holds, then I have way more potential here. So yeah, that's been really exciting. But yeah, I wonder, like, do you, how does it feel like comparing yourself to that older version of yourself, I'd love to to hear you recount um, your weight at the time and what your fighting weight was <laughs> and what some of your best climbing accomplishments were at the time and just like how you think you stack up now. And I, I know it's different because you have totally different priorities, but I just, I just think it'd be interesting to explore that. Yeah, it's so different now. Um, yeah, I guess. So, I mean, I've been as small as 99 pounds. <laughs> Um, and as large as 162. Um, so it's quite a bit of like weight change. That is so wild. <laughs> Pretty wild. Um, I never in my wildest dreams back then would I have thought that I would ever be Hey friends, thanks for listening to that teaser. Once again, if you want to listen to the full episode, it's available right now. The full thing's about one hour and 16 minutes. We covered a lot of really good questions and Natasha had a lot of really good insights. If you want to hear the whole thing and support the podcast, head over to thenuggetclimbing.com and click on support the podcast. That'll take you to Patreon or you can go straight to patreon.com slash thenuggetclimbing. There's a link right there in your podcast app. It's $5 per month to sign up and every single one of you that does, it really makes a big difference to support the show and I totally appreciate it. Thank you guys again. I appreciate you all and we'll see you next time. Shake it up, stop when the clock gets 13. Sing one, one, two, three, four. Cause, cause, cause. No one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.